Today's reading is 1 Corinthians 13. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am only a ringing gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have absolute faith so as to move mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and exult in the surrender of my body, but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no account of wrongs. Love takes no pleasure in evil, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be restrained. Where there is knowledge, it will be dismissed. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when the perfect comes, the partial passes away. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I set aside childish ways. Now we see but a dim reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part. Then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. This is God's word. This famous chapter of scripture is part of Paul's teaching on spiritual gifts, which began back in chapter 12. The Corinthians had a proud perspective on spiritual gifts. The more powerfully God had gifted someone, the more spiritual that person seemed to be, according to the Corinthians. Here in verses 1 through 3, Paul taught that spiritual power is useless without love. It doesn't matter how elevated your language is through the gift of tongues, how prophetic your words are, or how sacrificial your giving may be. Without love, there is no meaningful spiritual impact. So what is love? Instead of defining it, Paul described it. It is patient and kind. It does not envy others or call attention to itself. It is not defensive. All of these things point to one reality. Love is a focus on what is good for others. It is so easy for us to become self-centered, isn't it? We serve, but we are aware of the cost that service extracts from us. We give, but we resent the attention someone else gets for using their gifts in the body. We make a contribution, but wonder why we don't get more out of the church. These are all self-centered, unloving thoughts. If you want your life to count for Jesus, you need to ask him to teach you to love, that is, to focus on benefiting others and not think about yourself. The Bible says that love is the fruit of the Spirit. That means it is the result of your growth in grace by the Spirit of God. Again, because pride and self-centeredness come so naturally to us, this is something we need to continually ask God's help for. And I hope you'll do that today. I hope you'll ask the Lord to teach you how to love and then think about your service in the church, your relationships with others, and think about whether or not you are serving them or whether you are self-centered and self-focused. May God bless you today. I hope you have a great day. We'll see you next time.